Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's a Monday. Thank you for joining us. Lori and Julia show my talk on a seven on everything entertainment. Uh, Lori will uh, return to the fold tomorrow. So Stephanie March, as you may have heard from uh, Minneapolis St. Paul magazine and also the weekly dish. She is filling in for Lori today. Hello, Stephanie. Hello, hello, people. Yes. We're so excited to be here. I, I was um, driving home from the cabin this morning. And went to a holiday gas station store and went in to get a little cup of coffee and go to the Did you get some combos? No, no, um, no, but oh my gosh. Because combos are the thing I must have on the road. Really? Oh, pretzel-filled nasty combos. I mean, cheese-filled, yes, nasty. Must they have. are nasty. Must have. They, I didn't have those, but the lady, I said, how are you doing today? And she goes, oh, I wish it was Friday. This was like at 8.15 this morning. Oh, dear. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh. That's a little advanced, because yeah. usually you can make it till like Wednesday. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that'll do it. Um, so, Steph, thanks for sitting in. Lori yeah. will be back tomorrow. And uh, do we have weekend claim to fames? Do anything fun and exciting this weekend? Well, Friday was the 100 degree heat <clears throat> monitor oh. and all that crap. Yeah. That was just hunkered down inside, right? I was up, up at the cabin. Oh, you By were. the time I got there, the rain had started. Um, so we saunted and swam in the pouring rain. It was so much fun. <laughs> it okay. was so much fun. I decided that's how I'm going to deal with the rain. That's a pretty good idea. Just That's the way to do it. Just swim in it. There was yeah. no lightning in the area. Yeah, as long as there's know. no lightning, it's just yeah. as good. Yeah. It was so great. Yeah. No, I hunkered down. Did think, you have to go to eat at a lot of restaurants this weekend? No, this weekend I was pretty chill, but I, it was a lot of like... You know, kind of, I think I went to like three movies. Maybe that was it because I heard wow. two movies. Cause that's, I, I mean, if I'm going to go somewhere with like a super hot AC, like a booming AC, yeah. it's a movie theater. Okay. Yeah. What, and did you bring a sweater? Cause I always had to bring a sweater in the summer. Um, it's cold. no, I mean, but I do, I guess I always have like a scarf or a wrap or something, yeah. but, uh, I'll just tell you quickly that this was the first time we ever got busted bringing in Chipotle. <laughs> You brought in Chipotle. Well, it's kind of obvious, isn't it? No, I have a nice purse. It's not exactly. a big deal. It just they. I don't. I, they oh, cracked down on everybody. Like they started. We we're in this line, and they started going through backpacks ahead of us. Are and I looked at the boys. And I was like, Yeah. Well, I just have a purse, and they have. Right. But they are just like. And I looked at the boys, and I go, "Dudes, we are in trouble." <laughs> and we just tried to go to the front, <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, can I look in your purse?" Or she goes, "You're gonna have to check your bag up at the front." And I'm like, "It's just a purse." I'm like, you know, 
know? And she's like, well, can I look in it? And I said, sure. And I just opened it. And she's like, well, you can't bring those in here. Are you kidding? And I just go, since when? Right. Is this a new room? She goes, we're cracking down. And I just thought the funny thing is movie theaters are having a hard time getting people actually to have butts in seats. And yet all you do is offer me stupid electric chemical nachos and popcorn. Yeah. I'm going to need a burrito. Oh, I can't even believe that. So then I just said, we'll leave our bag out here. You know, we'll eat it afterwards. So we left the bag and we went to go see. I've never even heard that. Yeah. Okay. What did you go see? So I ended up taking a bunch of boys to go see The Art of Self-Defense. Which is the Jesse Eisenberg movie? Oh yeah, where he, it's like it's all about toxic masculinity, which is a very black comedy. It is it is black comedy. I right. mean, like it is dark, but it was so funny. I thought it was. We all thought it was just great. We all loved it, but it's it literally is a guy. Jesse Eisenberg is a guy who gets kind of mugged, right? And so he decides. And so he to, decides to join karate. Yeah, and it's this entirely. I know karate. But it's this entirely toxic environment, and it's just, the whole time you're like, what is going on? And it's just hysterical. Oh, I believe you. Yeah, darkly hysterical. But then, it's funny that I was sitting there with an entire row of teenage boys, and all of them were both all like, dude, that's no way to do it, man. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Dude, they were so far from toxic masculines that they were just like, dude, what are you doing? You know? Was it cute? It was funny. Did it have a sweet message? I don't know if it's a sweet message. Okay, there's, <laughs> there's message. blood message. and there's murder. So oh, I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah. yeah, okay, but it's okay. All right, I saw Spider Man Four. Did you love week. it? I did. I did too. I had to keep asking my kids what's happening, and they're oh. like, "Mom, stop!" Like, stop. Get out of here! Get out of here! I loved it. I thought I, that was a great one. Right, yeah. Donnie? What'd you do? I saw uh, the farewell. <gasps> That's my next one. I want to go see that with well, Aquafina. Yeah, Aquafina, and it's 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 sweet. It's funny, it's charming, it's sad. Everyone is talking about that movie. Oh, yeah. And uh, they got to get it in more theaters right. than just the Uptown. It's at the Uptown right now, right? Yes, I looked that up. it's at the up. Uptown, and I uh, went to see that Saturday when it was uh, after the rain came through, and it was 61 degrees. Oh, no, oh, I know. How about gorgeous. that? Jeez. Did you just say it was gorgeous oh, being that cold? Yes, I love it. I am oh. a winter baby. I'm ready for October. Let's oh. have it. Aquafina is very good in her first dramatic role. She carries it off very, right? very well. And I, But I think the woman who steals the movie is the great. Grandmother. The, oh, the grandmother. The that's Chinese what everyone actress, says. Shu uh, Zhen Zhao is her name, and she's she's wonderful as a as a, the role of the grandmother. That's good. Oh, yeah. I love that's that. nice. That's yeah, nice. And it's doing it at the few theaters it's at around the country. It's you know per screen average is really really good. So yeah. Gotta spread this thing out so more people can go yeah, see it. Yeah, seriously, it'll get wider release. It'll get, don't it'll you get, think? Get, I hope yeah. so. Who's well, the production? I mean, is it through, is it just an independent channel? It's or? through them. Well, let me just get my notes on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Why don't you? I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any, but I do have something to tell you all week. We are giving away five swag bags to the Galleria to um, um, to highlight their huge, huge sale that's coming up next week and 80% off at most retailers. The winner gets a swag bag, which includes a coach wallet. Oh. A David Yerman cord bracelet, a jewelry item from Pumps, La Octane samples, and Kate Spade matches. So, fun stuff. So, um, we're going to play Guess the Celebrity Voice later on in our show. Ooh. I would like to be a winner. I know. Sorry. I would like Sorry. to be a winner. Yeah. Can winner, I know winner, chicken dinner. I know it. <laughs> I know it. Um, okay, so we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back... Um, pansexuality has been coming up in a lot of different stories, a lot of different celebrities, a lot of different people are talking about it. 
And um, I believe a couple of weeks ago, Janelle Monet came out and said she's pansexual. I think Miley Cyrus is saying she feels like she's pansexual. We're going to talk about the word, meaning, and listen to Bella. Everybody, um, Stephanie March is sitting in for um, Lori today, and um, Lori and I were going to talk about this a couple weeks ago when um, Janelle Monet and Miley Cyrus both came out talking about speaking openly about their sexuality and that they identify as pansexual. So we both looked it up. We went to different places to find out the meaning of the word. So because I know this is something. You know, my boys are out of college now. Yeah. And but I know a lot of gender identification and wondering what their gender and their sexuality is is happening more to kids like your Jake's yeah. age. Mm-hmm. High schoolers. And, and friends colleagues here who have kids still in high school that this is going on more. And so we just kind of were talking about it around the office and Bella Thorne came out today to talk about her pansexuality. But before um we get to that, Danny, do we wanna listen to her? Describe it in the story, uh, or well, should we describe the word first? Um, you heard it. Well, she attempts to describe in her mind what it means, okay, she which okay. is somewhat puzzling, but we'll have to figure it out. So, okay. But prior to that, she talks about, uh, very, very sadly, that uh, she grew up in um, being abused, oh. which unfortunately is uh, something she has had to deal with all of her life. And so that's where this picks up okay. during the interview. Perfect. She's in a lot of pain, this girl in this book. Hmm. Okay, hang on a second. She has written a book, and the character, so she's referring to the character in the book. Okay. Okay? Yes, I would say so. She talks about depression. Mm-hmm. She talks about being molested. Thorne says the abuse started when she was just six years old, unrelenting through till adolescence. How did the young you perceive what was happening? Definitely Stockholm Syndrome. I mean, when you're raised with someone and you don't know that it's wrong it's just very like uh, an everyday occurrence like no big deal in the past she's used twitter to casually come out as bisexual but today she's expanded her sexual orientation i'm actually a pansexual and oh, i didn't know that yep. okay and somebody somebody explained to me so really thoroughly what that is explain that to me you like beings you like what you like doesn't have to to be a girl or a guy or you know he is she a they or this or that it's literally you like personality like you just like a being okay so okay so here you know that's kind of tough because the abuse parts with it and that's not what yeah. we're talking about today but um i read a story by lana paswani she wrote for the metro uk and she said that um it's important to know the difference between pansexual, queer, bisexual, and all the other brilliant LGBTQ and identities. Mm-hmm. So she um, identifies herself as pansexual, but she wanted you know to make sure the reader understood what it was. Many people don't realize they're pansexual until they have the word explained to them. I was lucky enough to have a close friend explain it to me when I was 17. I'd always known I was attracted to a person's presence, but had left my sexuality strictly unlabeled until that day when it all came together. As a pansexual person, as well as fancying males, females, and other genders, I feel I experience sexual attraction differently than the average person. I never look at someone and think, I wonder what it would be like to blank them. I wonder what their body parts look like. That doesn't even enter her mind. So here's what she needs to, says, pansexual is not the same as bisexuality. 
While there are definitely some similarities, there are some distinctive differences between the experiences of being bi and being pan. Bisexuality is where someone's attracted to people of more than one gender, whether that's male, female, non-binary, or trans people, for example. Whereas pansexuals don't see gender. This might be hard to wrap your arms around, but just bear with me, she says. She gets drawn into a person by the vibe or the feel of the being. A person's energy when I walk into the room is most importantly, and I tend to fall in love with overall beauty, which I see in everything. Gender is just not a thing that comes into it at all for me in this overall picture of a person in what creates attraction. So gender is just completely taken out of it. Is that you guys' understanding? Yes. I, I mean, in what you, you know. She says, again, she says, I believe there are more than two genders and that gender works along a spectrum. And that's right. important to understand that she's saying that not even anything on that spectrum right. has any any uh, effect on whether or not she feels love, attracted to them. Attracted in love. And that's right. a, to a person. Right. But see, and here's, this is where, and this is an old fuddy-duddy lady, but who has also a gay son and right. also, you know, a kid who is, you know, in the high school and is expanding all sorts of Every thoughts and processes. Kid, I think, is. But the idea of it being attraction to me means, I mean, when you say attraction, I can say like, I have, I, I love people. There's people who I think, and I Same. adore them and I feel like, you know, I'm attracted to their personhood, but then that sexuality piece is the part that I don't understand because she's saying she doesn't ever consider gender or genitals or that feeling. But that to me is that part of that sexual act. Ality, and I could be completely wrong on this, but this is where that gets fuzzy for me. Yeah, and me I too. I would agree you with know? you yeah. in, in what the meaning is because I could say that you know I adore you, Julia, and yeah. I'm not attracted to you. I don't want to sleep with you, but like that would that could then cover you know like where does that where are those lines? That's where I'm trying to understand that is like where does that is del- it the word delineate? sexual it says, that's causing confusion? Well, maybe, maybe that's it. And here's here's the definition from the dictionary: not limited in sexual choice with regard to biological sex, gender, or gender identification. Not so. not related. Say it again. Okay, it's not related, not limited in sexual choice with regard to biological sex, so your own sex, to the gender of the person that you're attracted to, or um, you know, or gender identification. You know, you you identify yourself kind of as pan. You're fluid. Yeah, it's very hard. I think that this would be. Yeah, it is a tough one. It's hard um, to get your arms around. I think, and but I but yet I've seemed to talk to so many people who kids are just kind of going through this spectrum of just trying to figure out where they are and who they are. And this word comes up a lot. Yeah, there's if anyone even, wants to, you know, call yeah, us. Please. We're not experts at all, but it just came up, and I felt like. She, a lot she, of people talk about it. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. She also says that pansexuals don't only fancy people based on their personality, and that is actually known as a demisexual when you only ever experience attraction to others after getting to know them. Um, so that's a different thing. Polly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Amorous, by the way, is not the same as this at all. If some people are thinking pansexual and polyamorous, polyamorous is where you are um, agreeing to be in a relationship with multiple people instead of it being a monogamous. Okay, kind of like I understand. So, that's, so take that. Right. Okay. That one's easy yeah. to understand, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Um, but again, the gender fluid refers to a person's yeah. own gender identity, and it comes from within. This is about how they feel they fit into the social notion of gender. So if you're gender fluid, you may well feel like your identity with a mix of many genders at once, or maybe experience your own gender might fluctuate from day to day. So some days you may feel like, you know, your gender is a female and some days you may feel like it's a male Got it. and that's gender fluidity. Right. So that's not pansexual. Um, I'm just trying to like knock them down. No, I know it's, it's very <laughs> confusing. And I think as a kid, I would be very confused as well. Um, so Donnie, does Pam want to chat? Well, he's talking to someone right now. Yeah. I, and, I, and it's just kind of, it's very, I just think it's confusing. And I, and I know, you know, in how I identify with people with their pronouns is really, you really need to be right on. Yeah, and for and and I will just say as as someone who is, you know, I'm 48 and I'm trying to understand stuff and my 16-year-old, you know, he has a friend and he says uh, you know, Taylor is this and I'm like, so is Taylor was Taylor a girl and now she's a boy or was Taylor a boy and now he, he it's a she and he goes, "Why does it matter?" And I'm like, "It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. I'm not judging them based on that. But I'm just trying to understand." Right. And it's, that's I'm just trying to learn, but it's funny right. to me how his age group it does doesn't even like it doesn't it, matter. Like they will just say what they will say, and then that's what everyone accepts, right? Which is so new. And um, in terminology, by means two and pan means all. Yeah, yeah. So there. All right. So does Pam want to weigh in? She does. All right. Hey Pam, you're on my talk 1071. Help us, help us out here. Well, I, I think you're doing a pretty good job. Then <laughs> already uh, halfway or more through the conversation, but I think. What Julia just said is how I look at it as a parent of a gender-diverse child. Okay. Um, that, yes, bisexual is attracted, is sexually attracted to um, either a male or a female. And pansexual is someone who's attracted to a person, and it doesn't matter about gender. Okay. So, yeah, that's you know, and, and so how I you- look at it. Okay, and so is it confusing at all to you, or you just, you said you have a child who's pan- identifying as pansexual? No, no, she's a gender diverse or transgender. So okay, got it. I know a lot about gender. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, That's, well, that that helps. I mean, it's very, yeah. it's it's new, and it's right. different, and I think just getting it out there and talking about it, but you keep hearing you know, people, I'm pansexual, I'm pansexual, and I'm like, what the, What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. It just means how they're attracted to somebody. And really, you know, we never had to declare. Um, exactly. Straight people never have to say it. Yeah. Thank you, Pam. It's Pam. Yeah, we never had to say it. Straight people never have to define it for other people. We just, I mean, we don't we have to. We just did. We just I know do. It. Well, thanks, everybody, that was for good. hanging out with us. Okay, so when we come back... We are going to... Oh, we've got travel news. Big, travel big news? travel news. We'll Ooh. be right back. Big, big, big. Fumble through a conversation uh, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, so here's a couple different travel things. I just want to let people know that yeah, right now, 
is an excellent time to book your flight to go to London. Oh. Okay. Um, in general, September <laughs> tends to be one of the best months to travel to Europe overall. The prices come down. Peak summer. So this is kind of a really good time to be booking it if you want to go this fall. And um, searches for flights for a London London are up, but the prices are down 25% this year over last year. Nice. Is that anything to do with Brexit? I don't know. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? But if you want to go to London, if you want to go to Europe, right now start looking for some fall getaway cheap prices. Yeah. Okay, that's happening. Because the uh, the pound has dropped in relation to the dollar. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. And that would be a good time to go. And London, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, There's also a new study out that, what do you guys think is the most... This is kind of trick. The most expensive country in um, in Europe. Most expensive country. I would say England. I was going to say okay. England. Really? Yeah, because London is known to be one of the most yeah. expensive cities in the world. Donnie, what do you think? You were I'm just there. Go with one of the Scandinavian countries. Just oh. what the heck, Sweden. Okay, it isn't. It's Iceland. Oh, because oh. everyone's going to Iceland well, and, and they finally ratcheted up the prices. Here's a couple things about Iceland. Iceland is number one. Switzerland, Switzerland, you've always heard it's oh, expensive. Yeah. Is number two. Norway, Denmark, Ireland, Luxembourg, Finland, Sweden. Then you get into the rest of them. Wow, Donnie, you were right with that northern well, so idea. Yeah, yeah no, Scandinavian, Scandinavian company, hmm. countries. Yeah. Well, because it's all socially sort of, yeah. you know, taken care of. So it they is have to pay through of. the roof of stuff. Exactly. Which is fine. Totally. But um, Iceland is, and, um, you know, I've been there three times. Three or four. Have you really? Oh, yeah. Huh. I, I love it. Um, we went with Burton Overseas Travel and took people from the station, and I know Alexis has gone with them as well, but it is so much fun. Um, for some reason, their prices on the sub-Antarctic island, consumer <laughs> prices average 56% more than the rest of Europe in 2018. It is the single most expensive company ahead of Switzerland and Norway. Um, the reason why it's so expensive is that they have everything, you know, everything there has to be brought in. Right, yeah. that's what I was oh, thinking. They don't right. have any GDP. Basically, it's tourism. Yeah. Um, and they are saying that the cost of living is a shock to tourists. Mm-hmm. They have to take um, into account the level of wages in Iceland they have the highest wages on average in Europe. Right. And yeah. I, that went into law after Lori and I went there. Women get paid equal pay. I think they already had it, but something big was happening. Um, and they forecast that it's still, tourism is still going on, but they're, they lost their big low cost carrier called Wow Air. Cause when we were in Iceland, mm. Europe goes there and thinks of it as Las Vegas. Oh. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? yeah. Let's just go for a quick week weekend to yeah, break, yeah. break a Ah. So Ooh. that's kind of how they were thinking about it. But, um, and they've, the fish, they're having problems with the fish over there. But I just thought, you know. Wow. Interesting. It's a beautiful place to visit. Well, it, it was the it place for the last couple of years. It, you it, know what I mean? Yep. All the millennials and everybody else. Yep. My daughter went there. Everyone was going to get their, you know, engagement photos there and stuff. <laughs> Yes, and don't stand off a cliff to get your engagement photos. I mean, this happened last Friday again. People again? are doing the dumbest things to oh, try God. to get their selfies. Just yeah. don't do it. And in Venice, they're having such a problem with tourism. Oh. That's someone... Too many, you mean? Too many. Oh, too many. Too and many from the people. cruise ships there, Taxing they don't it. like them. Um, it's yeah. just yeah. too much. That they're now... Um, they're struggling with over-tourism, and they're fining people for... Um, 
just like a thousand pounds, thousand dollars. A couple got fined because they're trying to make their own coffee on famous steps. I've heard of Wait, this. What? Yes, yes. yes. You, There's a you, thing. Yeah. I, I, Two German backpackers yep, we setting up a travel stove to make their morning coffee on the steps of the 400-year-old monument was too much for local residents, who promptly called the police. Oh. Uh-huh. You got to buy local. You can't be doing this stuff. No. Yep. Because uh-uh. yeah. so, if you're going to be there, you better be spending. Right. Yeah. Supporting. And Rome is struggling, too, with over-tourism, and they're finding if you pee in public and doing all these <gasps> other things. They're trying to keep people out of the fountains. <laughs> well, that's a good plan, And now, would you go... Did you ever go on a Disney cruise? Are you a Disneyland mm-hmm. person at all? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of, I've done Universal uh, Studios. Same. So I've done, like... The Marvel stuff and yeah, everything. Yeah, but I, the Disney thing, I never... Yeah, I didn't have my mother's German. She didn't have any sort of Disney love Disney at all. So that her? never happened. And then the cruises freak me out. So I'm still in the freaked out of the cruise thing. I'm I'm not not gonna ever go. I'm just saying I, I have you don't con- want to be. I've, s- I've got concerns. You've got concerns. Well, now they're gonna start their own airline, and uh, it's gonna be starting. I think it kind of sounds cute and fun. It would start um, with service out of Orlando. And it would go to like New York, Chicago, Detroit, L.A., JustDisney.com. And on this magical express, you know, plane, you might have characters that might show up. When you're boarding, you might have Disney-themed songs playing. I'm down for this, actually. Buzz Lightyear might be your captain. Yeah, this is fine for me. Don't you think that sounds fun? Yeah, because you know what? Airline, air travel is so horrible these days. <laughs> it's just there's no service whatsoever. Like, and people are angry all the time that having a Disney-themed flight would be such a refreshing change, I think. You think so? I think. Uh, yeah, I think it's cute. I'd be down. I think it's very cute. And then... um I just want to give a little shout out for small little lakes. And if you want to rent out little cabins and stuff, it's just such a relaxing getaway. What's your best lake? I mean, like well, the, my lake, your lake. <laughs> do we name your lake or no. do we not name your lake? Because no, we don't want no people. Mm-mm. Okay. So it has oh, a name, no, I like revealing. my lake because yeah. I like my cabin yeah. and I like right. all my stuff there. Have you ever gone to like Cross Lake? I, or? I've, yes. I okay. have friends who had places up there. I've never been to like. The resort at Rutgers or going. Yeah, I've never Rutgers. done it. People love it. I've oh, never Madden's done it. Madden's is one of my favorite places I've to go. I've never Madden's. been. Oh, Matt, you've been to Madden's? Or I have, have been to Madden's. Yeah, yeah, we. I've been to Madden's a couple times and brought the kids up. And, you know, we did a Labor Day deal, you know, where we went up on Labor Day and there was like nobody there. Right. We golfed for, we took the like seven hours to golf just because we could. And just with a cart and just kind of putzed around and we were the only ones in the pool. And it was great. I loved it. I think that would be totally fun. It's a, got a very Dirty Dancing campground vibe. Kellerman's. You know what I, I mean? I love that. Though. Yeah, that's what Madden's is to me. Kellerman's. Like you go to the main lodge and uh-huh. have dinner in the dining room. You know, and it looks, I love that. Yeah, it's you would love it. It sounds like camp for adults. Yeah, it is. Kind which, of is. which I love camp. Did you go to s- summer camps? I did. Where'd you go? I did. I went up to... Um, God, where did I go now that you're saying it? I can't remember. The, I mean, like, I didn't go every summer. Right. I went to Camp Isabella. Do you know where that one is up in Isabella, Minnesota? That's like a nature camp. There are, most of them are nature camps. Yeah, I know they are. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we learned about You're be? right. You're right. It wasn't <laughs> a language. It wasn't a language it camp. No, it wasn't a cornucopia. Yeah, okay. Well, I went to Campfire Camp, Brownie Camp. Yeah, and I then did a lot of day you, camping at, like, YMCA uh, Camp. What's the one on, that's really Christmas close? Christmas Lake. No, God. It a hoppy. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's when the one that all my kids went to too. So they day camp is everything, I think. Yeah. Um. All right. So other things that are happening, not travel related. Sting, Sting. Yeah. Is going to star in his musical that was on Broadway. It was Tony Award nominated musical. It's going to run for two weeks here in April. It's the last ship. Mm-hmm. And um, 
what it's about, it's semi-autobiographical story dawning on Sting's childhood in Walsland, England. It centers on the collapse of the shipbuilding industry oh. and the effects that a shipyard closure has on his community. Oh, yeah. hmm. That could be very cool. Yeah. I, would you go? I mean, to I see would. Sting? Donnie, yeah. get him. Book him. Book, Book him. In studio. Are you sure he's in it? Huh? Are you sure he's actually in it, or is it <laughs> well, just something he to wrote? star in musical oh, based star? on his childhood. Okay. Yeah. And they're saying star. I saw this show it. on Broadway. Ordway artistic director Rod Katz said, I'm thrilled that Sting is going to star in it here. Okay. Fair he's enough. going to five different U.S. cities to host the show. Wow. We're one of five? Yes. How about that? See if so, you can do it. Do you like Sting? I do. Do you like Broadway? I do. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a lot of stuff, but I have. I do love it. I do too. I do love those shows when they come through. I know. Dear Evan Hansen was the last one that I went to. It was really good. I missed that one. 42nd but- Street we're seeing this Thursday night. People, you can still get um, good tickets for this Thursday night performance if you do My Talk keyword Hubbard. Oh. Or My Talk keyword 42nd Street. And then when it comes to the code that you enter for the Ordway, you put in Hubbard. Okay. And you get $50 sheets. So, and you get right. to meet That's and good. greet with, with some of us. When we come back... The movies, the movies, Mr. Rogers is happening. Lion King, if anyone saw it, I please, please call us and tell us yeah, about it. I, I want to know because everyone saw it, it seems like. I know. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia, My Talk 107. All right, everybody, we want to know who saw The Lion King. Did you love it? Didn't you love it? It made $185 million at the box office. Whoa. Over the weekend, the movie has scored the biggest domestic launch ever for a PG film. And it's the ninth biggest opening weekend for any movie ever, not to mention notching a record for a Disney release outside of the Marvel Studios or Star Wars. Lucas. Right, right. So outside the Spider-Man and that network. So... We've got Julie. Julie? Yes. Did you see The Lion King? I did, and I loved it. You did? Do you have young kids? uh, uh, No, I went with my adult children, who are 29 and 34. Yes, you remember it from when they were kids. Yes, and we loved it. It, I I don't know how Disney does it, that they made these, these animals look so real. And... I, I just I get goosebumps just thinking about it. Oh really? Wow. Was the music because fantastic too? The music was fantastic. Um, I did hear a review on Channel Eleven or on Channel Four that he didn't think the animals looked, you know, em, uh, that that they had emotion. But I disagreed. Okay. I I I absolutely loved it. I think if you took someone under four. They might be traumatized when they have the scene where Simba is fighting Mufasa. Yeah. And there's fire. Well, the fire looks real, and he falls into the fire. And I think as a a little kid, they might be really scared. All right. Okay. So, but big thumbs up for it with adult children, too. Big thumbs up. Oh, I love that. Okay, good. Because I remember Chris Hewitt in the Star Tribune gave it a one and a half star. Oh. So, and you're seeing, I mean, on average, the Rotten Tomato meter was like around 66% or something. Yeah. Um, Christopher. Good afternoon. Well, good afternoon to you, too. 
so I hit so I was bragging with Donnie, but I actually did not get the opportunity to really brag with Donnie. Because <laughs> so now you can do it with now all you of can us. Do it. Go ahead oh, and brag. absolutely, and I'm going to have fun with this. Were you Simba? <laughs> uh, no, uh, but I will say first of all about the movie. If you accept the fact that this was a high definition anime of the animals, okay. it is a wonderful movie to watch. Okay. Now okay. some of the songs lost a little bit in the translation, but some of the songs actually enhanced in the translation. Um, they expanded on uh, The Lion Sleeps Tonight. Uh- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, they lost a little bit in a couple of the songs. I know uh, the song Be Prepared was just completely butchered. But if you can get around the fact that this was an updated version of the movie and that they basically doctored it up a little bit. If you can get beyond that, um, you know, it is, it was actually a wonderful movie to watch, but now here is the kicker. And this is what I held, held away from Donnie. Oh, this is general. Please. All right, Christopher, we're talking about the Lion King. Repeat what you just said, Christopher. In addition to watching the movie in English, I also got to see the French track, Le Roi Léon. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> We're so impressed. <laughs> and what I will and what I will say is, if you ever want to see a beautiful song, whether it be the new version or the original version, look up uh, look up the song uh, "Can You Feel the Love Tonight" in French. Mm. Okay, Donnie, maybe go do that. Well, okay. okay, can you feel the love tonight in French? In French? Can you feel the Not love like that. tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Steph. <laughs> okay, so are, are you stopping at the French version, or are you going to continue in other languages? Uh, actually, I usually see the movie in English, Spanish, and French, and I've actually, in my favorite Disney movie in French is actually Beauty and the Beast because oh, the yeah. original dialect of Beauty and the Beast was French. Sure. Yeah, that works out. I, that one would work. All right. And, and so as far as far as as far as Lion King, I would definitely uh, recommend that people try if you're diverse in your languages and have access to the tracks, watch it in French. It was a very beautiful movie and it was very much worth you know, seeing the double feature and, you know, basically uh, seeing what they did. Um, the most wonderful part of the movie, of course, and I think everybody will agree with me on this, James Earl Jones coming back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The voice cannot of replace awesome. Earl James Earl Jones yes. at all. Okay. All right. Very, very fun. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you so very comprehensive. Wow. All right, here we A go. Frenchy. all right. Can you feel the love tonight, Francais? Francais. Beautiful. Yeah. That's Anything in French is beautiful. I was going to say, they could be reading the dictionary and be like, that's gorgeous. That yeah. really yeah. is lovely. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds okay. Okay. So our small poll of two. <laughs> exactly. It's of, a of good deux, go. Deux. 
They liked it. They liked it. They liked it. Um, Okay, so other things that are happening in the movie world. Donnie, what's the name of the movie you saw again? The Farewell. The Farewell, Mm -hmm. which I think everyone's going to want to see. That sounds so good to me. Um, What did I watch? I started watching, I almost finished it, but I didn't have enough time, The Goonies for the first time in my life. What? 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 Young Josh Speechless. I can't even. It took you so long. Seriously. I was <laughs> I was going out. Oh, please. Wasn't that in the early 90s? No, that was 80s. 80s. I was going out. That yeah. was like in 87, I feel oh, like. Oh, way yeah. going out. Yeah. Night oh, and yeah. day, night and day going out. But um, One-Eyed Willie, come on. 85. It, look, it looks like so much fun. Oh, God. I, I was halfway through. But yeah. Then I... <laughs> Then I the truffle happened. shuffle. You don't even know what that means until no, I don't know what any. <laughs> I mean, I was just so in awe with the young Josh Brolin. I know, and Corey Feldman, and, and Sean the, Astin, and Sean Astin. Yes, you know, it was wild. So Sam that's wise. you can I'm, go see it at the Alamo Draft House in Woodbury, Julia, tonight at six thirty. Is it really there? That is <laughs> the that's hysterical. Yeah, because everyone talks about it all the time. I loved it, and the references to it, but I never saw it. That's yeah. just so funny. I know. Um, okay, Thor, Love, and Thunder. Oh, Natalie Portman is coming back. We're um, finally getting a Lady Thor. Yes. Uh, as the nerd of the MCU girl, literally, I'm so excited by this. Are yeah. You really? Huge. Huge. All right. Yeah. All right. She's always had ham. Um, let's see. The Oscar winner will play the female God of Thunder mm-hmm. in the fourth film from Chris Hemsworth series titled Thor, Love and Thunder. I've always had hammer envy. <laughs> I don't know what that means if she's talking about a man's genitals or about a hammer. I don't know what that means. It's an actual hammer. It's called. Nyonya. <laughs> what? Did you the make ha- that up? The hammer's name is actually Mjolnir, okay. but it sounds like Nyonya. Nyonya? Uh, when you say it. There it is. Sure. That's it. Nyonya. That's Thor's hammer. And so since he made the new axe in the, you know, in the new, uh, in Endgame, he came back with the big old axe, remember? No. Okay. No. But okay. I saw <laughs> one of them. Jeez, you guys. I saw one of them. Okay. So that's what it. I've always had hammer envy means. Yeah, she's like he, like Thor wields this huge hammer, of mystic powers, and she's never. She's there it is, Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Wow, it's, <laughs> what a weird name. She's going to be um, Thor, the goddess of thunder. Yes, I didn't know there could be many characters. So is there a Captain oh my Marvel? God, is there a so she many. Marvel? Is there a well, Captain Marvel? Is a she? Captain oh, Marvel is a she. That's Carol right. Danvers. That's right. All right, right. never mind. That's a good one. Okay, uh, Tina Fey, Ted Dance and Comedy Series for NBC. What? That the network's issued a straight to series order for comedy, which will star Danson as a wealthy businessman who runs for mayor in LA for all the wrong reasons. Once Danson character wins, he has to figure out what he stands for, gain the respect of his staff, and connect with his teenage daughter, all while controlling the. What? Coyote population. Uh, oh. Does oh. this sound? I, well, I don't know. <laughs> Does this sound like anything I, uh, interesting? Oh my god! Really? Well, he's well, done. I like. I yeah, like the good both. place is done. Oh, yeah. it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're in it. Why are they ending it? I. Because everyone loved it. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. Um, other things that are happening is that Helen Mirren. Yeah. Donnie, have is this started? This uh, uh, in the fall. We will see this on Netflix about Catherine the Great. Oh. Looks good. Is she going to play like... Catherine? She is. She is Catherine When I was Great, young, I Empress dreamed of, of Russia. Russia. You know what I started watching? Because I heard Alexis is cute um, promo for it on the station. Um, Gentleman Jack. Yeah. Mm. Have you watched that? 
I not for me. I tried. I thought it was quirky and funny. It's very quirky. It Wait, just who is this again? It's, it's Gentleman it's, Jack. It's like a BBC. Well, I love that. And yeah, and it's a woman in the late 1800s, early 1900s, who just doesn't believe that she should be able to do everything a man can. Oh, I did. I've seen promos for that. And yeah. she's a lesbian mm-hmm. in the in the. Um, it was good. I watched yeah. my first yep. episode. Yep. Good. She, like, she like runs the show and she's a business person. Yeah, and she yeah. doesn't care. Yeah. It's really fun. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I wanted to see Fair that. Enough. Yeah, it's cute. It's only It only has like eight episodes, so it's doable. Yeah. Coming back, though. It is coming back for season two. I, back, yes. I really liked it. You didn't like it. It wasn't for you. No, just on my taste. All right, fine. She's fine. funny. I just like to see a woman ball breaker. Yeah. You know, at the well, turn of the century. Especially at the turn of the century when you were, it's everyone so, were being so, so oppressed. Right. I like that. I kind of like that too. Mm-hmm. All right. Stay with us, people. We've got the great giveaway uh, coming up for the gallery. Yes.